Hey guys, it's Amy Lee here. I want to talk to you about something I'm really lit up about going into this holiday season. You may or may not know that I am one of the co-owners of Dear Georgie, a children's lifestyle brand. If you're not familiar, look us up on Instagram. We are at dear.georgie. This year, we're partnering with the Salvation Army to be a drop-off location for the Angel Tree Gifts. So if you're local and you've pulled an angel tag, you can drop it off at our location and we'll make sure your gift gets to the Salvation Army. But we're also hosting an angel tree of our own. What that means is that we are going to have an adorable Christmas tree in the shop. And I have requested tags for five children and each child has seven tags. So it might be, a, you know, various toys, jackets, bags, etc. I'm starting with five, but I really, my goal is to have to go back to the Salvation Army and ask for more because we have fulfilled all of our tags for these children. We are located at 1155 Chuck Dolly Boulevard. And if you're out of town, have no fear, message us and we will pull a tag for you, send you a picture of it, and then you can just Amazon Prime it right on over to our shop. This year, my intention and Victoria's is to give as much as we can, whether it is financially or emotionally, through spreading love and joy. And we hope that you can join myself and dear Georgie in helping children in our area have a wonderful Christmas. Hey, Amy Lee. Hi, Victoria. How's it going today? I'm good today. I was a little tired after Halloween. Yeah. But I'm starting to get some energy back. It's a beautiful day. I'm sipping it on is beautiful. something warm. Love that. It's nice. That kind of makes it sound like you're sipping on like some whiskey. What yeah. are you sipping I on? Wish, <laughs> I wish I did have that little whiskey bourbon warmth. But I'm, I'm actually, I tried two bone broths this Ooh. week. And it's keeping me kind of satiated. I'm a big snacker mm. between meals. Like I just love to Pick. grab like, yeah. Like a little piece of chocolate or an almond. And mm-hmm. so this is helping me put down on always carrying snacks around. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's great. And it's nice. I, I feel like it fits the weather. Yeah. How are you today? Oh, I'm good. Same. I had the like Halloween hangover this mm-hmm. week, but it was good. It was so cute and fun. Oh, yeah. funny story. So we're driving on the golf cart. It's the end of the night. We're like headed home, and I hear this adorable voice behind me. Best, was this the best Halloween ever? And I'm immediately like, wow, I like this lady. And I turn around, and it's Victoria. (laughs) I say that about everything, but it was the best ever. So, another thing that is really good this week. Tell me, tell me. Is receiving texts from people who have listened to the podcast it is like ah such a dream come true it really is i know i love hearing what's lighting people up Mm -hmm. and i my hope is that we're giving anyone and everyone permission to Mm -hmm. go for it yeah and i love that we can be like a safe space for people like that aren't normally sharers or like may think the things that are lighting them up are silly you're you're listening to the the two least judgmental 
people. (laughs) Send send us all of them and we will support you and get really into it. We'll be your cheerleaders for whatever is lightning you I totally agree. Like hype girls to the max. To the max. But also we started the podcast without any expectations. Zero. Literally. And hearing that what we're talking about is resonating with other people, I think we're all craving more. Mm -hmm. And to just stop trying to numb ourselves out and live in the reality in which we're in and just do it and be interested. And so I would ask anyone listening if you kind of get that little nudge to be like, Oh, I should tell Victoria and Amy Lee about XYZ. Please send do. It. Yep, send it. Slide into our DMs it on makes Insta. our day. Yeah, like, I so happy good. dance. So, yeah, thank too. you for all the feedback. Yes. So, yeah. on that note, yes. Victoria, you have not told me yet, but oh. I'm dying to know. Yes, what's lighting me up? Yeah, so what's lighting you up, girlfriend? Okay, I am so lit up for the first time in my life to be voting for a candidate that I'm excited about. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm like, I've never, I've never really resonated with anyone running for a political office. Mm -hmm. It's been such a, I feel like since we've got into voter age Mm -hmm. and more adulthood, it's just been such a tumultuous time that it's hard to really find someone who you can be like, you know what? I really like what they stand for. And I really believe in what they're saying to be true as to who they are. Mm -hmm. Not just like the lesser of two evils. Mm -hmm. I hope that this inspires that this candidate and a few other um, candidates that I've seen in this midterm election season that have really been quote unquote common folks that have decided to step up to the plate. I'm so grateful that God did not call me to do that because it sounds terrifying. I know. So hard. Yeah. I agree. I So that's what whenever I found this candidate, and it's funny because like uh, I remember it was a year ago whenever she lost, launched her campaign, my sister sent it to me and I was like, oh, Hell yes. And I like saw a DM that I had sent the, her like campaign account last year that was like, I am fired up and filled up with hope. Let me know what I, what I can do to support you. I'm just hoping that this can inspire other people. If your heart is called to join into some sort of civic responsibility, do it. Random people like me will find you on Instagram and be really nice to you. I know some people will be mean, but <laughs> there are there are people that are like, don't need this whole political resume yes. to want to vote for you. So anyway, reminder everyone, go vote. <laughs> All right, my friend, your turn. What's lighting you up? Okay, so what is lighting me up right now this week is looking forward to the Christmas season Mm. and I in the past have pre you know pre-kids always loved the holidays but always kind of saw it as something that was had to do Mm -hmm. and then even when the children were babies it was like it's nice but it's just so much more on my to-do list it's fun but take it or leave it I like fourth of July where I can just like sit on the beach and have a beer (laughs) you know Uh, thanks so um, 
for my family, we pack everything up. We drive either eight hours to my in-laws beach house or six hours to my parents' house. And with the kids and the presents and everything, it's just a lot. And I have found myself sometimes like just not wanting to do it. Yeah. So I've gotten ahead of that feeling. And during a meditation the other day, I realized that we are given a gift of sorts during the Christmas season, Mm -hmm. but we're given this gift where collectively, I think we're all a bit more open to receiving love and joy and a little bit more open to giving it to others. And I think if you can tap into that and amplify it within yourself, everyone's energy Mm -hmm. And there's no other way to say it, but vibration can just raise. Mm -hmm. And that's how we actually affect change. So Mm -hmm. taking this opportunity where love is really the center of what we're doing and Mm -hmm. forget about the to-do list. Yes, still do it, but lean into it Mm -hmm. and just accept it for what it is. It's a bit hectic. You might spend more than you want to on gifts, whatever. I'm going full send on Elf on the Shelf this year, which I might regret in the middle of December, but my children are only small this age, you know, for so long, and I just want to do it and um, experience it all. reason for the season is to really acknowledge the love and joy and the fact that we are all part of creation and we can all create, and Mm -hmm. that's why Jesus was born, and that's the reason for Christmas. Christ being all of us together. Mm -hmm. So if you can take a few minutes the next couple of days before things start to really ramp up Mm -hmm. and get your mind right of what your expectations are. My expectations are not of a perfect Christmas, are Mm -hmm. not of everything getting done on my list, but of me being able to enjoy and love the process the next two months. I love that. It's almost like goal setting for the holidays yeah it is and it's kind of lighting me up yeah I love that I'm gonna do that I'm really excited one thing yeah I I hope you do and I hope others do it as well one thing that we're doing at the shop at dear Georgie is we're having an angel tree through the Mm. Salvation Army and I am lit up about that. Oh, just n- full disclosure, the girl's been lit up about it since like June. Yeah, I think it's that was the catalyst yeah. of leaning into the holidays yeah. and accepting them for what they are, but also take this as an opportunity to send out your love mm-hmm. to other people and allow yourself to receive it back. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. Yeah, it's a good one. Tell us, Amy Lee, what do we have in store for today's conversation? Yeah, so we mentioned this is episode three, and as we continue to grow in the podcast and Mm -hmm. get our sea legs, we are diving in a bit more to things that really light the two of us up and Mm -hmm. that we want to go deeper on. The first episode was, for me, in my spiritual journey, when I went to the psychic medium retreat. So one thing for you, Victoria, Mm -hmm. a modality in your spiritual life and just your entire being is human design. Yes. And I think, at least from my perspective, it has changed your life, has Mm -hmm. been a catalyst for you and for your personal growth in your family growth, your success in business, but also has changed the 
the thought process mindsets of friends that you've shared human design with. And so many people are interested in it. Mm -hmm. They've either heard of it, but they're not sure what it is. It seems a bit overwhelming. Yeah, for sure. And I know that you could talk about this forever. I know. I was like, oh gosh, are we getting into this? We're getting getting into it. (laughs) All right. Are you ready? I'm born ready. (laughs) Quite literally. (laughs) Let's start at the top. Okay. What is human design? So human design, I call it astrology on steroids. Basically, it takes the fundamentals of a few different ancient modalities, including astrology, the I Ching, which you'll find like the 64 gates or like the 64 I Ching gates as well. The chakra system, it mimics that, the open centers. There's nine centers in human design as opposed to the seven with chakra system they they believe in evolution we have gotten more centers and then I do find that it really mirrors astrology a lot you know I really feel like my design kind of correlates with my natal chart as well so yeah so that's kind of like the easy way to explain it it was channeled through a guy in Ibiza which I don't really like to dive into that too much and he even said too he was like he didn't want to be like the face of a you know like it's not a religion amazing things happen in Ibiza yeah I know should we should we take the pot on the road to Ibiza yeah I I went there in college oh nice this would probably be a different experience (laughs) yeah going back to what you said about it being very similar to astrology yes here's my theory on that I think that as our souls make their way from heaven, mm-hmm. I'm just going to call it heaven because that's Great. what I believe it is, we're like collecting stardust from all the different planets. Oh, that's a fun visual. And those um, make up our being. Yeah. And so depending on where you were born, mm-hmm. the time of day, day of the year and month, all effects what your soul picked up on its way to earth. Yeah. Not scientifically proven, but it checks out to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I think there's a lot of people that like to debunk things like this, which is totally fine because you could say like, okay, um, and I guess backing up, how, how you get your human design chart is by entering in your birth date, exact birth time, and location. And it gives you your weird looking chart (laughs) um I mean you could say too like all right if you're born in you know August you're going to be the youngest kid in your class and your life journey is going to be different because of all the different environmental factors that go on with your size at different ages of the year which is fine I mean listen I'm like debunk away I really whatever makes people feel more like comfortable with it or anything. I'm a big proponent in, I don't like anything that feels dogmatic with human design. I'm like, this is just a a tool to help you be more empathetic to yourself and then to others. Um, So it really defines kind of like the quirky nuances about each of us that we've been kind of pushed into being like, okay, ignore that. Just be like this. Homogenize everyone. Give you permission to mm-hmm. be yourself yes. more yes. and stronger. Yes. And understand why you are the way that you are at different times. Why is your energy come and mm-hmm. go? Or why does it why does it feel like when you're working on something you love, you could go forever? 
Or why do you feel like you really have to protect yourself from being around different types of personalities because it affects you so much deeper than other people? I think so much of ourselves can be explained Mm -hmm. through studying our individual human design. Yes. And also understanding the human design of important people in your life. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite part. It was so interesting. So I guess it, it helps to give a backstory about how I got into this. Yeah, yeah. Is I have been listening to podcasts for a long time, as I've said before, and actually went back. I'm going to link this in the show note. I found the podcast that I first heard about human design from. from oh, what it, podcast it was, was it? Do you remember? Yeah, I saved it. It was from a now, um, now canceled podcast called That's a Retrograde. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And it was four years ago. I thought it was five years ago, but I found it, and it was September of 2018. And so I was driving at the time from, we were living in Louisiana from Baton Rouge to Lafayette, which is like an hour and 15 minutes. And I remember listening to this podcast, and just, it was something that I was subscribed to regularly, different topics, that sort of thing. And they were explaining human design. They had Jenna Zoe on there, which she's now... um, really probably has the biggest platform i would say yeah about i would design. agree she's kind of modernized it and she teaches it and speaks in a way on it that is extremely useful for anyone yes yes because the original channel text and some of the early people the language that they use was confusing you know it, it kind of took too much study to be like i don't even know what you're saying let alone how it applies to me so she's really taking a lot of time and attention to kind of change the language of the things in human design so I was listening to the podcast and they're talking about the different energy types which briefly I'll just share we have generators manifesting generators projectors manifestors and reflectors and those all represent the different ways our energy works so they're they're going through the list and I could I knew each of my people what they were in the box and I was like oh my gosh, I can't wait to get home and plug this into the computer and see if I'm right. You know, who doesn't mm-hmm. love to be right? <laughs> what really like hooked me is when they were talking about reflectors because my sister and your dear friend, Diana, is a reflector. And they were talking about her quirks so specifically. I mean, I was shook. I was like, how are they saying this? Like, Diana has always, and she's fine if I share this. this she knows that this is always my pitch about human design <laughs> right. and how I got in. Is I mean, she's always, since we were little, always gravitated towards eating plants. And her energy type is very, very susceptible to, to energy. She has all open centers. So basically, she's constantly receiving energy for other people. And there's a lot of that that comes through food and can really mess with your digestion as a sensitive person she always has eaten in her room (laughs) she still does it which once you know her it makes sense it really does and um so they were explaining this is a reflector thing that they have to be very conservative of their energy and they're taking on the energy of things around them and there's a lot of like digestion issues that can go on there too and I was like this is wild Diana always would kind of beat herself up she'd be like so on one day and off the next and up and down and the world doesn't really support inconsistency we want you to be consistent all the time Mm -hmm. and she had like a lot of shame around that so after like really studying into her design I think it's been really freeing for her absolutely yeah 
Then I knew I was a manifester listening to him explain it. Like, I knew Michael was a generator. It was just so fun. And I was like, it was so validating. And at the time, there was only like one book. But Diana actually bought it for me because I was like, I'm not buying this book on Amazon for $60. (laughs) And it looked like (laughs) a weird textbook. So she was like, I need to know more. Now there's so many great resources that you can learn more about your design. Um, And I'll link that. I'll link some of my favorite resources in the show notes as well. There are five different energy types. Could you just very quickly go through like top level? This might be fun for people listening that don't know their energy type. You might be able to guess mm -hmm. what you are Mm -hmm. just kind of based off of this. Okay. So let's start with the largest group, which is generators. And generators are the oldest energy type. They are life force energy. Generators are those people who just can do. They give a task. They do have to be interested in the task through conditioning. They like sometimes force themselves to do things they don't like to do because they are good at completing tasks. They have sustained energy. Um, I would also say about generators are people that have been in a certain line of work yeah. or a position or a job for like 20 years. Yeah, generators can be careerists because they are typically, I hate generalizing, but mm-hmm. typically they, are, they can be sustained, lit up about one subject for longer than a yeah. lot of the other energy types which is great I mean it makes sense you can see like I like looking at it from the tribal model like these are the people that built and put together the villages like these are why modern towns were built like there's just it's the life force energy guess who's a generator both of our husbands both both (laughs) of our husbands thank goodness I sent this video to Victoria that was like my husband Outside doing yard work on a Saturday morning at like 9 a.m. In the rain. In the rain. Yeah. With a cigar and his huge like headphones on. And he was happy as a clam to be doing that. Meanwhile, I'm like still on half a cup of coffee Mm -hmm. after he asked me what my goals were for the day. I'm like coffee. Coffee. That's it. So anyway, continue. Yes. Generators are the best. (laughs) Love some generator energy. Then we have manifesting generators, which are a more modern hybrid. So the way a manifester works is we don't have as much sustained energy. We get kicks, spurts of energy. And then we have to make sure we're assembling a team to help us take that idea, whatever we need to fruition. So a manifesting generator is the combination of a manifester and a generator. A lot of times I feel like a manifesting generator is that person you see that has three jobs mm-hmm. that like has a side hustle and a main mm-hmm. job and this, and they also like volunteer at the PTA. They can start and stop things and, um, the universe will kind of bring them different ideas. They they can carry those ideas out to fruition with their own energy but it's a little different than generators that those they typically have an expiration date on those ideas and so it's interesting because this has come come about in the uh, more internet age because we do have access to so many things it's it's not hard to 
imagine having three separate different careers in one lifetime as in the past, that would be like very difficult. We just have access to so much information. We can be doing so many different things on different platforms. I always say like the perfect example of a manifesting generator is Jennifer Lopez, right? Perfect. Yes. She is an actress, a singer, a dancer. Like, I mean, girl Mm -hmm. is just doing all the things Mm -hmm. all the time. Um, Jessica Alba is another one that people use. Like she was an actress and now she does like the Honest Company. She also has Baby to Baby, which is a global charity that supports mothers and children. And I guess it should be to backtrack. The best example of a generator is Oprah. I mean, Oprah did that show for, and she's really still on the same vein, you know? Like she did what for 20 years and she was lit up the whole time. And now she like tried to get away from TV and she's like, well, she's back. TV network. (laughs) Yes, she's back. Yes. Generators, manifesting generators. I touched on manifestors. We get these like spurts of ideas and then get a lot of ideas energy to bring kind of those those ideas into the world but then we get real burnt out before I found human design I thought that I was a really high functioning person with bipolar disorder (laughs) because you get these like highs yeah these high highs and you're like oh no I'm never coming down off this high like this is who I am but then the energy just doesn't sustain Mm -hmm. so what I have found has been a game changer for me is making sure I have a team or my people that I'm like, hey, you guys, I have this idea. I'm really lit up about it right now to make sure it gets out into the world. So when my energy drops out about it, I have other people that can kind of carry it for a minute. You know, I always come back to it, but you get like a hangover period. Yeah. One thing that I think is very useful when trying to identify if you're a manifester uh-huh. or if someone is a manifester is your need to speak what you are going to do. Like Mm -hmm. you need to announce it and then. Yeah. Oh, inform. Yeah. Inform. Informing is huge. I realize my mom is a manifester Mm -hmm. because she is always informing. That's amazing. Everything. Yes. The best celebrity example and one of my favorite celebrities of a manifester is Adele. So Adele comes out with these bomb albums Right? And then we don't hear from her for five years. Absolutely. <laughs> Which I'm like, girl, you are living your truth. Right. It's so, like, I yeah. feel like she's, like, the perfect example of that. That's so true. And, and she like, really goes back into her, like, cozy little hole. Yeah, and, and she's, she's like, like, unashamed of it. I went, I saw her on her last tour, and she was like, well, you guys, you know y'all won't see me after this for a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, she's unapologetic. She knows, I kudos to her for being young and, like, figuring that out so quickly. Okay, so then our next energy type is projectors. I love to do charts for projectors because I feel like they feel the most validated, which is the best part about this, the validation feeling people get. So projectors are super interesting. They came into the world in the 1800s around the industrial revolution right so when we were moving from the tribal model into having more automated systems put in place right so we needed this energy to help manage what this new era of life was so projectors have the gift of being able to see situations like let's call it like an office you know see the way an office runs and know how to do it better know how to fine-tune they know how to look at like architecture plans and do them better there's there's 
a niche that projectors have that um, they just have this vision that they could help whatever situation that they get pulled into. Now, what I think is really hard for projectors is they have the smallest amount of work window and energy cycle. So projectors really, really, really need to prioritize rest. But I find the most of the projectors in my life have a big shame factor around rest because they are always trying to be like, oh, I can do this better. And like, let me show you how I can do it like you. But that's not really correct for them right you know and Mm -hmm. it's hard because we kind of I like had this campaign I'm like god save the projectors we've been kind of pushing that energy out because we're all like with you know the the internet smartphone generation we're like oh we can do we can be 17 roles in one but then I think that's why we're seeing so many of us lead to burnout because we're not asking for help from people who have a stronger vision. Mm-hmm. I, I heard Jenna Zoe describe a projector. She's a projector, which is great. She She's is. so insightful. Yeah. And she described it as a vulture, which at first you're like, what? A vulture? But yeah. think of this. this All the other one. birds and animals are like down there kind of fighting, you know, just getting scrappy, trying yeah, yeah, to figure yeah. it out. A vulture just sitting up here, resting waiting to be invited, waiting for the right time, right? And then they see when it's most efficient, most effective, and then come down and do their work. And then they're out again. And so I think from that perspective, if projectors Mm -hmm. can like lean into just being up here and kind of seeing the big picture and then telling people where there could be improvements. Yes. And I think sometimes that might, if you have someone in your life that that you're like, gosh, they're always just like pointing out the flaws, Mm -hmm. change, tell tell yourself that's Mm -hmm. your ego, one, if you're offended by that, that's your ego, but also try to change your approach to how you are receiving that information to Mm -hmm. like, this is their gift and they're sharing it with me. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I think it's great. Like Jenna's, even though she isn't a traditional celebrity, she's a great example to use for projectors that are living in alignment because she saw human design. It resonated with her, but she saw that it needed to be done better. Oh, and she's made these really cohesive, easy to digest. She has an app and she has a podcast and her platform. And we will definitely link her because she has the database for you to be able to run your chart and find out all of this information yourself. Yes. And on that note, I would also say so much of human design too is self-study and you just kind of have to look at your chart and go to the resources yourself or you could have a chart reading, but yes. Anyway, continue with your, the energy. Oh yes. All right. So one left. I'm going to try to not make this a two hour long episode, but I could for sure. Me too. I could talk about this all day. Uh So reflectors, which I was mentioning, my sister Dinah was a reflector, which she could be our celebrity example. Well, she is. She's pretty popular. Um, so reflectors are very rare. They are 1% of the population. And if we go back and look at the tribal models, they would be the old woman on the hill. Right? Like the one who needs to remove herself to society, but people are seeking. They're seeking that person for their wisdom because their wisdom, ultimate wisdom, because they feel everything. 
which is tough. I mean, I think it's very wise when someone can learn how to protect their energy. All the energy types need to learn how to protect their energy, but reflectors especially because, I mean, it's a lot to be constantly absorbing other people's energy all the time. You have to make sure you're detoxing that out of your life. But they bring so much wisdom because they can be such chameleons. But it's kind of having like a reflector really close in your life is tough because like if I'm in low vibe and I'm being in a funk, I give it to her. And then I'm like, that sucks. (laughs) I think if you have a reflector in your life, honor them for how they operate and also just accept what what they do and how they do mm-hmm. it and when they do it. Yeah. Um, it's interesting, a nut like celebrity reflector is apparently Sandra Bullock. And oh my girl Lauren Bostick is also oh, your a reflector. Girl, yes. Yeah. I love That's interesting. the skinny confidential. Yeah. I think she's just crushing life, mm-hmm. the brain that she's built, everything, and she's a reflector. Yeah, but it's because she doesn't... I've heard about her that she does do a character mm. for her show. A little bit, you know, just yeah. like a overinflation, mm-hmm. you know. But that's probably nice for, for a reflector because then you can tap into that quote-unquote character when right. you're not, like, aligned with it. And Sandra Bullock, I was thinking about it when people said that. And she has played so many different roles. It's probably, like great for mm-hmm. a reflector she can be comedy serious and this and that she really is like ageless and that we are always drawn to anything sandra bullock does yeah you know when she's like out of the limelight i feel like she kind of pieces out mm-hmm. it's super interesting so anyway yes those are the five energy types there is so much to human design the Ooh, five energy types yeah. are just the top of the pyramid yeah. and once you have your chart you can go so much deeper mm-hmm. we could talk about this forever yes but i'm gonna do rapid fire questions for you okay love it the first thing is why does human design light you up so much so it's interesting i got into it because i think you know the ego pulls us into a lot of things i was like "Ooh, tell me about myself and how i'm special we all love to hear about ourselves and if you think you don't you actually do yeah you do because you know you're gonna go run your chart after this honestly right i was gonna say that's why you're still (laughs) listening because you're like which one am i so it lights me up because I got into it because it was just interesting. I, it resonated with me. And this whole point of the podcast is something sparks in you, follow through with it. So through studying it over the past four years and like, you know, using all my loved ones as guinea pigs, it's made me such a more empathetic person, not only to myself, which is huge. That's such a gift you can give yourself, but also to other people. Now I see people and I have so much less judgment. I'm like, no, their energy, you know, their energy just works differently than mine. And they have different gifts and gates where their energy flows and where they're really supposed to work in different ways and it's not up to me to understand it it's up to me to know who I am and not feel threatened when someone's different than me but love them and support them and I'm sure a lot of people think this is super weird and whatever and I like laugh all the time sometimes I'll say stuff about human design I'm like whoa baby I look I sound like I'm like in the age of Aquarius up on the moon (laughs) but I don't think anything that makes you feel better about yourself and better towards other people could be bad so that's why it lights me up I think yeah empathy is the name of the game who is human design for or not for 
That's such a good question because I do not believe that there is one language that God uses to speak to us. I do not believe that there is one thought system that we should all buy into because number one, that's dangerous. And number two, that would be so boring. So boring. What would we learn from each other? So absolutely not. I do not think everyone should get into human design. I actually am scared. I think not scared is the right word, but like it is a newer modality which I think it doesn't have a lot of conditioning and like perceptions behind it which is why I think it's so resonant but now you see on Instagram a lot of human design readers popping up and I'm like damn it we're gonna kill it with our egos you know put the humanness on it and that's like the end of so many cool things but I'm hopeful that people keep it with a grain of salt don't make dogma out of it um I think that it is especially relevant for our age, probably like, you know, people that got into social media at a younger age because we were inundated with these like perceptions of who we should be on a such extreme level. There's always been keeping up with the Joneses through time, but never has there been like something that we digest hours a day that you know, our subconscious is like, be like them, be like them. Ooh, be like them. They're happy. Be like them. Be like them. Smoke and mirrors. Yes. It is all smoke and mirrors. Yes. And well, a lot of well-intentioned smoke and mirrors. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. But this just helps decondition and de-homogenize. And I think the more we can stand rooted in who we are is how we can get out of this really weird spot that we're in in the world right now. I mean, I always say America, but it's not America. It's the whole world that has just kind of, you know, gotten so into labels and you're not this or you're this. The more we can return to knowing truly who we are and not having to reach out to social media, fake gurus or political fake gurus or whatever, the better. So I do not think it is for everyone, but I think that if, if, it's calling to you, it probably will make your life better in even some small way. This has been really such a fun episode for me because I love seeing you so deep in knowledge and just in the flow. I can yes. see the thoughts coming just woof, right yeah. at your mouth. <laughs> you are so knowledgeable about this. You have oh, done thanks. so much inner work and outer work and helped other people without anything in return other than just to see them grow within mm. themselves. It's my favorite thing. And it's really such a gift. Oh, and thanks. I thank you for sharing it with me. Yeah. You're the one that introduced me to human design and I love telling other people about it. Mm-hmm. I often look at my chart to dig deeper If this resonated with you, if you have questions about human design, Mm -hmm. we could totally do another episode on this subject. We could do a QA. and a Maybe we'll, you know, put that on our social. Mm -hmm. Anything else you want to say? No, just another lovely hour spent together. This is so nice. Please keep sending us your wins, what's lighting you up, what you need support with. It really is the fuel that keeps us going. Yeah, and we will be there for you to help, you know, if you're just like, hey, keep me accountable, or I just need Mm -hmm. a cheerleader. We love that so much. All right, thank you guys for listening. I love you. We love you. Have a great one. Okay, bye guys. Bye.